Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. Here we are. It is 530. It is Tuesday, June 20th. Thank you so much for joining us as we get things going here on a Tuesday. Luckily, the wind has died down quite a bit. Still a little breezy out there, but... Man, yesterday was uh, windy throughout the day, and I we went on our walk last night. and thinking, oh, it'll be died down by then. Oh my gosh! By the time I got home, my eyes were watering. I my I was sniffing. My allergies were all worked up. It was kind of brutal yesterday. Yeah, it was pretty intense. And, and I and I didn't have. Uh, we've got this little like, like day bed in our backyard. And when I got home from the radio show, went in the backyard, let the dogs out. Day bed, the padding of it, it's floating in the middle of the pool. I'm like, oh, that's great. Got to fish that thing out. Of course, it weighs two tons when you try to pull that thing out because it's just filled with water. But I was the same way last night, going for a run. That that wind was strong last night. Yeah, so it, it'll die down. It's just, I'm still and, you know, not to talk about the weather because that's like, that's what you revert to when you have nothing to talk about. But honestly, I'm shocked that here we are knocking on July's door. We have not hit 100 degrees yet. And I'm not complaining, but this is this actually worries me a little bit of what's to come. Like, why is it here so late? Why is it still... Somewhat nice out here. It's going to... Gosh, I hope it's not brutal. I really hope it's not brutal. Please a call before the storm. I don't think we're supposed to hit 100 degrees until like Monday or Tuesday. And that'll be like 100 or 101. So yeah, what's to come in July? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's worrying me a little bit. But hey, we got to enjoy it while it lasts. So how you doing this morning? Not bad. And the uh, little situation is such a small thing. But I, I got in my car this morning and, and leaving the neighborhood. I'm like, oh my gosh, did I forget my phone? But I see it's connected to my Bluetooth. So I know it's somewhere on me, I, but I just can't find it. I don't know where it is. It's got to be in one of my bags or something. It's just one of those little things that's like, where is my phone? It's so frustrating. Small little detail, but like, I know I have it because I was connected to Bluetooth driving in here, but I just can't find it. Yo, you still haven't found no, it? Oh, oh, that's that's interesting. <laughs> It'll just pop up when you least expect yeah, it. Yeah, it's got to be the bag. You try or... calling yourself? No. Um, I'll have to do that from the studio here to call myself. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I always do. I mean, if you had an Apple Watch, you could uh, ping it and it'll start making noises. And that way, you know exactly where it is. But uh, I know you're you're not a fan, so I I wish I could help you. I can't ping it from my Apple Watch. So you 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 forget your phone, you can't find it. You ping it, and it just starts beeping in your yeah. house or something. Here, I'll ping mine right now. Um, there it is. 
right next to me. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's time for an Apple Watch. <laughs> Hello, phone, Roy. <laughs> Dial my phone. It's a whole thing now. Yeah, that's, that's the most frustrating thing because you have a sense of panic because you don't know where it is. But at the same time, you're... You're happy that it's somewhere on your body. You just are in your vicinity. You just don't know where. Yeah, exactly. It's such a small little thing, but that was what I'm, I'm looking at this morning. But my Monday was it was a great day yesterday. Uh, did the TV show, got home, and did an outdoor workout, got my work done. I uh, had a nice little dinner last night. It was, it was nice. To <laughs> it's a repeat, repeat of every day that you have, and I'm the same way. We have the exact same day, five days a week. Yeah, so funny. You want to try to find something? <laughs> Laura's in New York City, and she had some issues last night with her phone. She couldn't get her phone charged, and so she's FaceTiming me from her iPad last night and trying to get that situated last night. And she finally got hooked up last night. I started watching a show. Um, it's bad, but for some reason I'm enjoying it. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger show. It's called, I think it's called FUBAR uh, on Netflix. I started watching that on Sunday night and watched some of that last night. So that's kind of my world right now. Yeah. that Same with mine. It was a typical night, but it was cute because my husband took the girls to uh, see Spider-Man finally. Mm -hmm. And they all came home just blown away. Uh, my oldest, she's like, that's the best Spider-Man movie I have ever seen. And I'm like, are you serious? She goes, the best like hands down and I'm like it was a cartoon right and she's like yes it, it you mom you have to go see it you have to go see it so now they're all on a quest to 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 get me to go see it but i have to see the first one first is what they're saying and and they just they could not stop talking about how amazing it was because yeah, that first one came out in 2018 and that was kind of a sleeper too but just destroyed it in the box office and and post box office rentals and everything else and this one is just it's still crushing in the box office yeah and the first one they loved too they didn't think it could could get any better than that one so yeah it was uh kind of funny so now i'm i'm somewhat intrigued but at the same time it's like yeah i don't know i did the, the way they went off i feel like my expectations are so high now that if i just thought it was okay i'd be really disappointed and they said you do have you have to see that first one yeah they okay. said definitely watch the first one and i remember them talking about it oh miles morales i remember them saying is the guy in it and you know i'm, I'm confused because uh wait i thought spider-man was there's like three spider-mans and now miles morales so i just i don't know who's what or what's going on so um i'll probably that's on my to-do list but definitely uh Brave reviews from from my family on that. Well, I take uh, I take your family's review, reviews. They um, rank high with me. Your daughters, especially, are always on point when it comes to TV shows, movies, and new music as well. Yeah, incredible. Absolutely. As well. well, thank you guys for joining us this morning. We are ready to kick off the show with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Mr. Jones by Counting Crows? Special by Garbage. Or do you want to hear Jenny from the Block by Jennifer Lopez? choices all you have to do is get your votes in right now you can do it a couple of ways tweet us at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or you can text or call us right now at 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes right now and announce the winner coming up it's mix 94.1
Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have The Daily Dirt. Another week, another scandal rocking HBO's new series, The Idol. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in Mr. Jones by Counting Crows. This is a pre-show. You pick them. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's the Daily Dirt Turn it up. with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Well, another week, another scandal rocking HBO's new series, The Idol. So the series, led by The Weeknd, has faced multiple criticisms in its short uh, in its short run. But a joke in episode three has taken a little bit too far. Viewers were outraged by a joke by Eli Roth's character that seems to make light of victims of sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. I don't remember the joke. I I'm trying to think. I I I was probably so tuned out at that point. I just I, I mentioned it yesterday. I'm done with that show. It's terrible. It's, it's awful. Seems like a lot of people are that way. Yeah. So th- there's three episodes that are out. HBO uh, or Max releases them every week. So we're three episodes in. Interesting to see how week one to week two ratings took like a hundred thousand, went down by a hundred thousand viewers. Interesting to see what week two to week three was. We'll find out. I think later on today. Well, God bless Adele and her, her zero filters. During one of her Vegas shows over the weekend. She shared with her audience about a little problem that she developed recently. So she wears Spanx during her shows, and she sweats a lot because of this. Well, that sweat gave her jock itch, and her doctor gave her a cream to help. Here is Adele talking about that cream at her show here in Vegas over the weekend. So my doctor gave me jock itch. Do you guys know what that is? Jock itch? Is it, no, but that sounds like I'm, like I'm a big Nuggets fan there, doesn't it? <laughs> You've seen her show. She's bantering with the crowd the entire time. The entire time. It's so worth it. Yeah, I mean, the singing is above and beyond, but it's it's the conversation for me. I mean, she is just so funny. She should do stand-up. She, she's good enough to do stand-up. That's what people are saying. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Adele in Vegas over the weekend. Spotify has ended their podcast deal with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Um, they ended the deal early, and there are new reports from multiple sites, including the New York Post, alleging that the interviews or some of the interviews that Meghan did for her Archetypes podcast were not conducted by her. They say some of the show's interviews were done by members of Meghan's staff. An audio of her voice asking the questions was clipped in later. So the person would do the interview and they go back and Megan would just read the questions. They'd insert it to make it sound like Meghan Markle did these interviews, but they're saying she did not do them. Uh, the Post is also reporting that the two did not produce enough content to receive the full payout. Of, uh, they made a $20 million deal. They didn't put out the product that they wanted or amount of episodes. So they're not getting uh, everything uh, that they agreed to. That's uh, Yeah, it sounds like there was kind of some uh, disorganization behind the scenes. It certainly is. Uh, we're waiting on this week's billboard charts. They were delayed a day because of the holiday. But one of the biggest movers on the charts is Luke Combs and his cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. Um, it was number four last week. Now, Tracy is the song's sole writer, and she owns the publishing rights to the song. So how much has she made so far off of Luke's cover? Billboard is reporting that she's made half a million dollars so far off of Luke Combs' cover of Fast Car. And it's only going to go up from here, that's for sure. Yeah, jump number eight to, and here's a song right here. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. It's all over the radio. Jumped from number eight to number four last week. So we'll find out later on today where it's sitting in the charts. But Tracy Chapman has made half a million dollars off of Luke Combs' cover. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. 
welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1864. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning, and welcome to the show. It's 6 o'clock. It is Tuesday, June 20th. That means tomorrow is June 21st, and the first day of summer, the first official day of summer, even though for most of us, it's right after Memorial Day, but that's uh, the official one. We were talking about the weather and how it's been so mild. A lot of people say they're worried about the winter because of how it's been. So uh, yeah, keep in mind that uh, we officially are in summer tomorrow. We do this. We like to go through our closets in my house during like right before summer just to kind of know what we need for the season and do we need new shorts or swimsuits and my youngest she's been going through her closet and getting rid of a bunch of stuff which is nice because it just eliminates so much clutter and then we know exactly what she's looking for but something she found almost like killed me last night like I can't even explain she she went through her her clothes and she found this sports bra and it's a brand new Lululemon sports bra that someone gave her as a gift for like a birthday or something. She never wore it. Tags still on. She didn't just, she didn't like the style of it. It was basically it. So it's in her pile of stuff to donate. And I'm going through the pile because I'm like, maybe she's going to throw out some good stuff. I can still in here because we can, we, we can share clothes. I, I see this sports bra. I'm like, why are you getting rid of this? The tags are still on it. She's like, oh, I don't like the style. And I was like, I'm going to take it. So I look at it and it's it's one size smaller than what I normally wear. But I'm like, eh, it's a sports bra. It'll fit, right? It's stretchy. So you have nothing to worry about. Hello? Yeah, no, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. I'm I don't interrupt like, you. I, I'm just like, uh, am um, I talking to myself here? I, I don't want to be rude and interrupt the story. <laughs> I'm listening. So so I, I look at it. I'm like, this is one size smaller than I usually wear, but it's stretchy. It'll be fine. So I put it on to go on our work, uh, our walk last night, and I'm walking, and all of a sudden, I'm like, <sighs> getting out of breath. I'm like, what? Whew. And my husband's like, are you okay? You look really white. I'm like... I don't know. Like, I'm having a hard time breathing. And he's like, what's wrong? And I realize this sports bra is so tight on me. It's cutting my circulation off. It's one size smaller than I wear. But the the material is like not very giving. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. He's like, take it off. We're literally walking. I'm like, I can't take this off while we're walking. He's like, take it off. So he, he guards me and I'm trying to pull it off. It won't come off. It's so tight on me. It won't come off. I had to run home, take it off, put on a new one, and then find him on the walk and meet him because this thing was killing me. We had this sweat factor too. I'm not sure maybe you started sweating a little bit. Your body started heating up. It makes it even harder to pull off tight clothes like that. The thing was literally just strangling your entire body. It then. was, it was, and, and now I have a bruise on one side of my <laughs> rib cage from it. It was brutal. So and now I feel bad I because this brand new sports bra could have gone to Goodwill, but instead I wanted to wear it. And now I'm like, well, I just put it back in the pile because it <laughs> it's going to go there, but the tags are off. It, it was awful. Well, lesson learned. You can't squeeze into one size too small. One Apparently there's a big drastic difference. Uh, uh, well, I think it was that material. Mm. It, you know how most is stretchy and giving? Not this one. 
It was just tight as could be. So I almost got killed by a sports bra last night. It was really exciting. Dear, dear Lord, that would have been bad news. <laughs> Mercedes is in the hospital. What happened? She's on a walk. What happened? Did you get hit by a car? No, sports bra. The sports bra was too small. <laughs> you talked about uh, opening the break there. First day of summer. Tomorrow, 4th of July is right around the corner. And so is the Summerlin Patriotic Parade. And we want you to join us VIP style. We have a four-pack of VIP seating and a VIP parking pass. This parade is unbelievable. Those VIP passes are coming your way with an early edition of Heads Up in about 15 minutes. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about BB Rexa. She says, I'm good. Mariah wants you to go on one of her favorite vacations. And what company wants you to eat ice cream for breakfast? We're going to talk about all of that coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. BB Rexa is trending this morning. A fan has been arrested after throwing a cell phone at the singer during her concert on Sunday night. The alleged assailant named Nicholas Malvagna. He's from New Jersey. He was charged with assault over the incident and he's currently in police custody. Was arraigned yesterday. The singer was performing when the phone flew from the crowd and hit her directly in the head. She immediately dropped to the floor. She received medical aid and was ultimately transferred to the hospital. She did post a photo on her social media last night and she had a black eye, some stitches, but she did have the caption, I'm good. So that's, that is a good thing. And this guy that they arrested, they asked him why he did it. He said he thought it'd be funny. He thought it'd be funny to throw a cell phone at BB Rex and she went down hard. And that's a that's a vicious bruise that she has. It could have been so much worse, too. But, yeah, it's, she's in a bad way right now. Also trending this morning is Mariah Carey. If you'd like to experience the uh, posh life like a celebrity, here's your chance. Booking.com is teaming up with Mariah for a crazy getaway. You could win a two-night stay at Mariah's Beverly Hills Escape, complete with a Los Angeles itinerary that's curated by Mariah herself. The vacation includes a stay in the vacation home that she rented herself this past spring, reservations at her favorite restaurants, a private consultation with a fashion stylist, and a guide to Mariah's favorite local attractions. She made the announcement on socials with uh, the glam you'd expect. There is one catch, though. You can book the trip for $6.21 beginning June 21st at 9 a.m. with the stay being available June 24th and June 26th. So it's a, there's a very limited window on that one. And then finally, this morning, Haagen-Dazs is trending. Now here's a breakfast that a lot of people can get behind. Haagen-Dazs wants you to eat ice cream for the most important meal of the day. They're selling a new type of yogurt that they claim is reminiscent of ice cream. It's called cultured cream, and it takes five times longer to make in ice cream uh, for breakfast. They also say it doesn't have that sour tang that yogurt does. They've been rolling it out to stores nationwide this month. They're doing six flavors to start. They have vanilla, strawberry, lemon, blueberry, black cherry, and one that's coffee flavored. Um, sadly, it's got more calories than regular yogurt. Uh, four ounce vanilla packs 190 or about as twice as many as an ounce of other yogurts. Um, there's also just 60, that's also just 60 calories less than an actual scoop of Haagen-Dazs, so if you really want to have ice cream for breakfast, maybe you just go for the actual ice cream, and that is what's trending. 
have one of those jobs where you travel like a ton? It sounds like your wife is always on the road. Yeah, she's for her job. She's she's the uh, senior VP of travel and tourism for her company. So that does require her, her travel a lot for her job. And she's in New York right now. And she flew out Monday. She got there last night. She has a couple of big meetings today. She's back in Las Vegas tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. That's a quick trip to go all the way over uh, to New York. That's, I mean, that's, it's cool too. I'm, you're not wasting any time. You're going, you're getting your stuff done and you're coming back. She told me, I knew she had this trip to New York City for a couple weeks. And then she told me the dates. I'm like, that's a fast turnaround. She's like, I just got these big meetings on Tuesday. And then, then I'm done. I'm just, just going to come home first thing in the morning. What's the farthest you've ever traveled for the shortest amount of time? So I, th- I think people can probably beat that. But flying to the East Coast, literally a day of meetings on the plane first thing tomorrow morning back to Las Vegas. I, I haven't really done that. If I go somewhere far, uh, I'm staying there. I'm not just because of the uh, the jet lag aspect of it, but which actually would make more sense to come back and, and not have jet lag. But I figure if I'm going this far, I'm going to I'm going to make it worth my time. So I would probably like pack on a couple of extra days to do fun touristy stuff stuff like that but my sister she does that all the time they'll they'll need to get like a certain amount of miles to maintain their platinum status for whatever airline so they'll like fly to paris and then um stay there for a few hours and then fly back like just to maintain their status but then they get the reward the following year of being that elite status on the airline exactly worth it but they go have lunch and then walk around (laughs) and then they come home and i'm like Man, you are living the life. That's you went to Paris for lunch. Nice, very really nice. <laughs> My buddy in college, his dad was a pilot for United, and so this was pre nine eleven. And he would fly for free, being his son up until he was twenty five years old. And he was telling me that a lot of times in high school, when it was, when it was much easier to get to the airport, just jump on a plane. He would book a flight from. He lived in Denver. He'd fly to Kansas City or somewhere just kind of brief to fly there and just sit on the plane to have no distractions and, and get some work done. Fly there, jump on another flight and fly back just to literally just get work done, read a book, just get out of town for a quick minute because the flights were free, but he was just using it as like, uh, instead of going to the library, he would jump on a plane to do a study. That actually sounds oddly relaxing. And and yeah, you just do your own thing and no one's bothering you. Put some headphones on. I mean, yeah, you could do that at the library, but there's something exciting about getting on an airplane. And then pre-9-11 too, it was a lot easier just to walk up, jump yeah. on and get off as well. Not, not even worry about where you're going because you know you're just going to turn right around. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. We're excited because the Summerlin Patriotic Parade is coming up here on July 4th. And this is, it, it's an amazing time out there. So many people, so many wonderful floats, and we want you to be a part of it. So we're looking for Caller 20 right now, 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You're playing heads up, and this is a cool prize. We have your family four-pack of tickets to the to the VIP parade viewing area with us uh, at, at the Patriotic Parade. A one VIP parking pass also to add to that. So all you have to do is be Caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category and you get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you'll be joining us in the VIP parade viewing area at the Summerlin Council Patriotic Parade. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, Jennifer, you're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Woo! Let's do this. We want to get you this uh, four-pack of passes to sit in the VIP parade viewing area at the Summerlin Council Patriotic Parade on the 4th of July. We'll also get you a VIP parking pass. Here are your categories to choose from. Do you want to go with Garfield the Cat, 4th of July, Turntable, or Amazon? 
I'm going 4th of July. That's a, I think that's a great choice. Let's do it. 4th of July, obviously, coming up. These are all things associated with the 4th of July. And tell us who you would like to select as your partner this morning. I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Jennifer, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct and you win. Ladies, you start now. We are the United States of... America. Yes. This is what, what we uh, put our hands over and look at when we sing the national anthem. Our hearts, the flag? Yes. Um, th- this is um, uh, the national bird. Eagle. Uh, yes. This is what we look at in the sky on the 4th of July. Fireworks. Yes. This is the woman that's in New York who's green and she's... Statue of Liberty. Yes. Uh, this is the guy that he's wearing red, white, and blue and he's... Uncle Sam. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You are patriotic, Jennifer. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm a 4th of July birthday. No way. Are you serious? And we also might live in the neighborhood with the patriotic parade. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This this was meant for you. Now you're like VIP status. And when we see you there, please let us know it's you, Jennifer, so we can wish you a happy birthday. We got to sing happy birthday to you. Will do. (laughs) All right, Jennifer, hold on one second. We'll see you in just a couple of weeks, and we'll have these passes all week long. So, again, tomorrow morning at 625. Now, we do have Heads Up coming up in the 8 o'clock hour at 825. When you win that, we got that hat trick prize pack for you. You get those two Amazon Echo Show 5s plus the hockey championship shirt. That goes down right around 825. It's Mix 94.1. Do you know how to drive a stick? I do, yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. And you do too, right? Because your monster protege was stick, wasn't it? Uh, Well, before that, my first car was a stick, my Volvo. That's what I learned to drive on. I actually was nervous to learn how to drive an automatic. I'm like, wait, you don't have control of the car? You can't, like, dictate what you know what gear it's in oh my gosh this is terrible how do they know how does the car know when to switch gears i had all these <laughs> questions and turns out it's 10 times easier oh the, and this, the pressure too if you're driving a stick shift and for me at least is if there's a red light or something on a hill and the light turns green you got to start moving on the hill and there's a car right behind you and you have you can't roll back at all maybe an inch or so and the car is right behind you we were talking about manual transmissions and, and stick shifts on the show monday morning i was at postal pros after the show and one of the guys listens to the show all the time and he was telling me last year they sought out a manual transmission a stick shift for their son who had just turned 16 and they found him an old pickup truck a 2005 pickup truck that stick shift because his mind was he wanted him to learn how to drive stick first off but then he's thinking if my son is so focused on shifting gears the clutch and everything else he'd be less likely to pick up his phone and look at his phone as a distraction so they got him a stick shift yeah that's a good point i mean you can't you can't look at your phone and shift gears and hold one and you you, you always have your right hand busy when you're driving a stick shift. Was that was that Volvo your first car? Yeah, yeah, that was it. It was uh, it was a car that belonged to my parents, and then they liked it because the Volvos are like tanks. They're they cannot nothing can affect them. And uh, I I learned in my high school parking lot how to drive that car from just my dad. They didn't put me in any sort of driver's ed class or anything like that. Some yell at me because I wasn't doing the right thing. But I have to say, pat myself on the back. I was excellent at shifting. And you mentioned the hill thing. I That never happened to me. I was I had my timing perfect on the clutch and on the gas. And even still, if 
the well it's been a while since i well no when i go home i drive my mom's car and she still has a stick shift in one of her cars so i'll drive that and i it's like riding a bike baby you can still you, you still got it when i when i get in that car i'm like no issues whatsoever there's something about driving a stick that's fun too I, i've had a couple cars that were stick shifts but it, did your volvo have like what was your first car and were there any issues with it did the volvo have any little side issues that came with it as your first car um, not really. I mean, it was a good, solid car. The only um thing that I may have changed if I could was the fact that it it was like a brownish color, but with the sun hitting it, it turned into like a pink. Uh-huh. It looked like a rose colored, and so everyone thought I had a a pink Volvo. And I'm like, it it was brown. the The sun has faded. It, it it's definitely <laughs> not pink. Um, but it wasn't like obnoxious pink. It was like just like I said, like a dusty rose color, like a nice faded uh, faded color on the yeah, car. Yeah, M- my first car, and it's gonna sound so obnoxious when I say it, but it was a Mercedes Benz. But it was a 1977 Mercedes-Benz that had over, had over 300,000 miles on it and had some rust issues on it as well. And the issue with that car was the accelerator would get stuck. And talk about scary situations. I remember pulling into our school parking lot, and I just it was a wide-open parking lot. So I just gunned it. I'm 16. I just gunned the thing, and I take my foot off the gas, and the gas does not come up. And I panic. I'm 16. I'm a new driver. I don't know what to do. And so instead of putting in neutral or trying to turn the car off, I hit the brakes. So now I'm doing burnouts in the parking lot. And my buddies are like, yeah, you go. And I'm like, the gas is stuck. What do you do? What do you do? Slam it on the accelerator. The thing finally popped off. But that was a that was a little issue with my 1977 Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. That, what what first car doesn't have an issue? I mean, there's, there's always something. Unless, you know, you're one of those really, really rich kids who gets like a Tesla right off the bat. Oh, and they're out there. I've seen them. I'm like, wait a second. Your car's nicer than mine. What's happening here? Some of these school parking lots. Right? Yeah, you drive by and super nice vehicles out there. That's good for them. Good for their parents. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hot Three's up next. What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about that submarine, the last Titanic tourist sub. What is going on with that? We have some details. Um, Some tourists are, are still missing. That's on the way. Also coming up this morning, how often... Should you really wash your denim? The Those jeans, they say you can go for a long time, but we'll tell you what that number is. And we all are concerned about AI coming for our jobs. Well, the first AI radio host hit the airwaves last week. We'll play some of her audio for you and see, can you tell the difference? That's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. You may have heard about the mysterious lost Titanic tourist sub and the urgent search uh, and rescue efforts that launched yesterday. So basically, you can pay to go into this uh, sub and they'll take you down to the wreckage of the Titanic. It's a very kind of elite thing, very expensive thing to do. And as of late last night, one of the vessels that went down has not come back up. Uh, we're still waiting on updates on that. So the missing vessel isn't actually a submarine. It's a submersible named Titan with limited communication and navigation controls. And it's Operated by a company called Ocean Gate Expeditions, and it's designed to carry five people, usually two crew members and three tourists, down to view the wreckage of the Titanic, which sank in 1912. Well, the Titanic rests about 13,000 feet underwater, and the Titan is capable of descending that far after being launched from a ship at the surface. So for this expedition, the crew departed Newfoundland, Canada on Saturday on board a ship called the Polar Prince. And they began the dive inside Titan early Sunday morning, but contact was lost after just an hour and 45 minutes. It generally takes about two hours for the submersible to get down to the wreckage. So it could have been close to the end of its descent when it lost contact. Well, this past Sunday night, Titan was reported overdue. And then early yesterday, the U.S. Coast Guard launched search and rescue operations. A sector was sent from Boston, which is about 900 nautical miles from the site. The situation was immediately urgent because by yesterday morning, the submersible had been underwater for more than 24 hours. And they only have between 70 and 96 hours of air on board and limited food and water. Trips like these are super exclusive. They cost around $250,000 a pop. And even then, OceanGate claims they're not making money on the trips yet because of the high cost of the expedition and especially gas. So still waiting on word back. Um, and hopefully, hopefully they find something. Yeah, oh my God, it's so scary. It's so sad for the people involved. Anxiety just hearing of that situation. Imagine being in that situation where you're trapped down there and you know you're running out of air and food and everything else. My God. Yeah, it's really a oh. dire situation right now. So if we get any more details on that, we'll keep everyone posted. Also this morning, though, many people choose to never wash their jeans a Levi's design director has personally shared that you should wash them every 30 to 50 wears they recommend washing jeans alone on a gentle cycle with cold water so the color doesn't fade and hanging them outside to dry never tumble dry your jeans they say they say the more you wash your denim the lighter it's going to become losing indigo with each wash however they explained 
that how often jeans should be washed is really up to personal preference. So there's no official way. That's just their recommendation. And rather than washing jeans, some people find other ways to freshen them up, such as putting them in the freezer, spraying them with vinegar, or hanging them in the sun for a UV wash to kill off bacteria. Did you ever do the freezer thing? I tried that once with a pair of jeans. I took them out and put them on. They were very cold, but that's, I remember doing it once. Put them in a, they said to put them like in a Ziploc bag, too, so they're sealed from everything else in your freezer and stick them in there for 24 hours. I tried it once. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I tried it. it I, I didn't care for it. I just, I don't really wash my jeans. I can tell you the last time I washed them. As long as there's nothing visible dirty on them. <laughs> that's the line. You know, I spray them with uh, some Febreze every now and then, and that's pretty much it for me. <laughs> that is such a lie with me, too. Okay, there's, oh, darn it, there's this coffee stain. I gotta do something yeah, about this now. Yeah, that's the worst. Alright, finally this morning, it feels like we just heard this was coming, and it's already here. The first AI radio host hit the airwaves last week. Its name is AI Ashley, and it's actually based on a real host named Ashley Elzinga at a station in Portland, Oregon. They cloned her voice for it. So uh, this uh, this company called Radio GPT went viral in March for a bot that can play songs and take calls, read the news. They claimed it wouldn't be stealing people's jobs, and the good news is that's still the case. The bad news is it sounds like it's being used to squeeze even more work out of the real Ashley. They say it'll uh, let her, quote, multitask like never before. So here's... um. Here's the situation. They're they're letting traditional Ashley host some segments, and then AI Ashley, which sounds almost identical, will host others. Right now, she's on from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. each day. So here is the real Ashley listening to AI Ashley. Today, I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley on Live 95.5. So let's see how close the AI sounds to me. Today, I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley on Live 95.5. Let's see how close the AI sounds to me. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, that sounds like me. I guess I have the day off. Well, as far as that goes, I mean, I think it sounds exactly like her, but it sounds a little flat if if you're really listening. Yeah. uh Here is AI Ashley calling a winner to tell them that they won Taylor Swift tickets. Now, keep in mind, this is not, this is the AI version. It's not real whatsoever. Let's see how it does. It's AI Ashley calling our first Taylor Swift winner. Hello? Hey there. Who's this? It's AI Ashley from Live 95.5. What's your name? This is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Where are you from? Salem, Oregon. Do you have any idea why I might be calling you today? Um, the only thing I can think of is Taylor Swift. Did you text in to win the tickets? Yes. It looks like you got every keyword on Friday. I tried really hard. I tried really hard. Well, that's why I'm calling today. Stop it. Lisa, you won. Stop it. Oh, my God. No way. Yes way. You're going to... <laughs> yes way. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Is, I mean, it's... it's crazy. I can hear I can hear the robotic kind of sound yeah. to it, but she sounds exactly like the girl. That's crazy. She's on point until she says, You won. <laughs> yes. Give way. me more excitement. Yes way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not AI Mercedes in the morning. It's the real deal, and we kick off our seven AM social club live on Facebook and YouTube, and that starts in about three minutes. Have you ever met someone and then when they speak you know immediately that they're from a certain part of the country based on either an accent or a dialect or maybe they use certain words that you only hear in one part of the country. I met someone yesterday and based on one word, I said, 
are you from Northern California? And she's like, yeah, how did you know? And I was like, because she said this one word. Can you guess what that one word was? From Northern California. Yeah. And oh. what, what's a word that is that you only hear in certain parts of the country or a phrase? Um, I know that in Colorado, we used to call soda. We'd call it pop. Like, I'm going to have a pop. Um, and everyone was like when I would leave Colorado or like, oh, what? You mean a Coke? Well, a Coke is if you're from the southern part of the country because they called everything carbonated Coke. Like, I'm going to get a Coke. What kind do you want? A Sprite. Okay. <laughs> like, it was <laughs> always a Coke. And then there's soda, which is what I say now. I say soda. But it went, growing up, it was always pop. So what, what was that Northern California word? And I know it's used in Southern California, but I always equate it with Northern California. Holla. No, but you're closer than you would think. Oh, really? Yes. Steph, do you know what it is? Is it Hella? Yes. Hella. She kept saying Hella. Like, yep. oh my gosh, I love your jacket. It's Hella cool. Oh my gosh, I was Hella late yesterday because, uh, and then I finally go, are you from Northern California? She's like, yes. How'd you know? Like, cause you keep saying hella. Um, and she's like, oh my gosh, I know. I always say that. I don't even realize I'm saying it anymore. I'm sorry. I'm like, don't say sorry. I love it. I think it's so endearing. It's hella tight. Yeah, it's hella tight. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was the word. And always when I hear someone say that, I'm like, you must be from NorCal. Nice. Nice. I like it. And some people shed this, these accents when they move away or they've been in a certain city a long time. I, for Pennsylvania, it's instead of water, it's water. And Laura, my wife, she she still says water. She'll be at a restaurant. She's like, oh, can I get a glass of water? And they're like, what? Water. Water. Uh, I think because I moved here much younger than she was when I moved to Las Vegas, I think I lost that. And when I go back, there's that 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 uh, Philly dialect, that uh, the way the guys talk and water and uh, eagles. And it, but I don't. I feel like it, it comes out from time to time. But I've been gone for so long that I've since shed it out, like you with with pop and everything else. That, what is the regional dialect or the word that you know that it, it comes from a certain part of the country, maybe part of the world when people say things like. When I know someone's from uh, New York or even Boston, when they they substitute the letter T for the letter D. So it's like, I'm going to the game. or <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, are you from New York? Yeah. yeah. How'd you know? I was like, oh, because you say, you say duh instead of tuh or the. It's always, I know that. My friends from New York, they're always like, yeah, we're going down to to the you know, the the club or whatever and it's like okay yeah you're my new york friend instead of that's duh 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 d- yeah. d-a instead of t-h-e uh-huh. yeah always and it's kind of with your water thing water mm-hmm. instead of water water i hear that big time um what else the lollipops versus suckers oh i'm lollipops i used to say suckers growing up now i'm lollipops um, lightning bugs versus fireflies. Lightning bugs. I say fireflies. Um, grocery carts or buggies. I think buggies the West Coast thing. Grocery carts back east. Uh, I say buggies. <laughs> Subs or hoagies. That's what I was gonna get to. I, growing up, I was hoagies, and then I get out of here, people are like a hoagie. I'm like, oh yeah, Subway sandwich, a sub, please. I'm hoagies. You? Uh, subs. Ten tennis shoes or sneakers. Sneakers. I'm sneakers. A lot of these I've changed, though. I grew up saying tennis shoes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Always said tennis shoes. It's just, it's funny how certain words, 
are so, are so different. And I, you can just tell when people are from a certain part. How is it from uh, Domino? He's like, how is it? It's Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Hawaii. Uh, yeah. like, how is it? I'm like, how's what? <laughs> it's the Daily Dirt. Turn it up. With Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Well, another week, another scandal rocking HBO's new series, The Idol. So this is the series that's led by The weekend. It's faced multiple criticisms in its short run. Episode 3 just dropped this past weekend. But a joke in this last episode has taken things a little bit too far uh, for a lot of people. Viewers were outraged following a joke by Eli Roth's character that seems to make light of victims of sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. I'm trying to find out what the joke was. I watched it, but... The joke must have just gone over my head here. Did you do the whole episode? I just read the bu- the joke. Wow. That's a joke. That's disturbing. Is it bad? Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. I can't believe that. I was I was probably so disgusted already watching it that I I had tuned out at that point, but yeah, I'm done with that show. It's so bad. It's it's just so disturbing. I can't even handle it. I don't think this is sitting well for the weekend. We talked about it before. I just think this looks bad on him as well because yeah. he's one of the creators. I know he's, he's acting in it, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think we'll be back for season two. We'll find out. We're waiting on this week's Billboard charts. Uh, they were delayed because of the holiday, but one of the biggest movers on the charts is Luke Holmes and his cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. This one right here. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. He's number four in the charts last week. Now, Tracy is the song's sole writer and owns the publishing rights. So how much has she made off of Luke's cover so far? Half a million dollars, according to Billboard. That's good. I And I like that it's... Uh... It's bringing back this song to a new generation, or if that you were alive when that song came out and didn't appreciate it at the time, I appreciate it so much more. I'll I'll be honest, I did not like the song when I heard it when I was younger because I thought it was boring. But now I actually listen to the words. I'm like, this is a really great song. Yeah, great sounding one. Think about it. 1988 is when the original one came out. Well, speaking of songs that kind of like a resurgence, um, this one from Taylor Swift. During her concert in Pittsburgh, Taylor expressed her surprise at the popularity of the song Cruel Summer. This was on her 2019 album, Lover. Swift said that Cruel Summer was intended to be a single from the Lover album, but its release was delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So the song has experienced a resurgence in popularity, and Swift described it as a magical and unexpected occurrence. And she announced that due to the high streaming numbers, her label has decided to release Cruel Summer as her newest single. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so cool. I, uh, I I love how she said that when this the album came out, Lover, that song was her pride and joy is what she said. She's like, this was my favorite song off the album. So she was so sad when it didn't come out. And I remember the first time I heard it, I'm like, this is the best song on this album. And I was really shocked it didn't do anything. And now that it's coming back, I'm so happy. And you were calling it. I think it's going to be like you said a couple weeks ago. It's probably one of the songs of the summer. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. Okay, I, it's trivia time right now. Okay. Then we'll do this Family Feud style. You don't have to be a Star Wars fan or, or even see a single movie to be able to recite some of its most memorable quotes. Some of those lines from Star Wars movies are just so famous. Well, the Hollywood Reporter ranked 20 of the most well-known quotes from Star Wars. I've got the top five on the board. The top five quotes from Star from Wars? From Star Wars. Are you taking any guesses at these top five quotes from Star Wars? I would guess... Um, uh, 
Well, I'm not. It's it's not exact. I I was gonna say Luke, I am your father, but that's not actually the quote. It is, um, no, I am your father. With the Darth Vader read, show me. No, I am your father. Number five. Five. Number five. Yeah. I thought that would be number one. No. And kudos to you for getting that right, too, because in the movie, it's not Luke. It's just no. Yeah, it's because he's answering the question. and and But we all have changed it to Luke, I am your father. That shows your expertise of Star Wars. But that's number five, though, Mercedes. Top four still on the board. Um, May the force be with you. May the force be with you. <laughs> number one. Number one. Okay, yeah, okay. number that one. Makes sense. Um, you got two, three, and four. If you need lifelines, and call in as a lifeline. But the way you're cruising right now, let's see what else you got. Two, oh. three, and four left oh. on the board. Oh, I know. The Han Solo uh, Leia one. It's like, I love you. I know. That one? Show me. I love you. I know. Yes. Okay. What number? Uh, that was number four. Holy smokes. We got three and then two left on the board. These are the best, according to the Hollywood Reporter, most memorable quotes from Star Wars. Two and three left on the board. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm, I'm going to our 7 a.m. social club right now because I'm, I'm blanking. You're turning some lifelines? Kelly says, is the number one answer the Chewbacca sound? Arr, arr, I can't even do it. The Chewbacca sound is not in the top ten, not- so you get a strike on that one, you guys. First strike on the board, Mercedes. Uh, oh my gosh! I won't die. Like, do you want me to give you one more of these? Like, do you want me to give you two or three? Or give me three. Three is hello there from A New Hope in Revenge of the Sith. Hello there. Is I that, don't even remember. Is that, that. Obi Wan Kenobi? Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Oh gosh. Okay. So okay, so that means we're going two. really like just general, right? Um. Well, um, this next one has been used in every movie since. So it's every a very popular. Movie? Yeah, it's been used. It was used in. Uh, I'll give you. It was used first in A New Hope. So that was the first Star Wars. Technically, that was released, right? Uh yeah, that was, uh, yeah. A New Hope is in seventy-seven, where the first one was released. Yeah. So this is from the very first release of a Star Wars movie. Um. Who's more? Who's the more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows him? Well, that's a deep one, but that's not the one. No, I, it's probably not been said in everyone either. Um, help me, Obi Wan. You're my only hope. Oh, Princess Leia. Yeah. That's three strikes. Oh. oh, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. I mean, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. Yeah. No. No. I have a bad feeling about this. About what? That's the answer. Oh. <laughs> I found something in a drawer over the weekend, and uh, I haven't seen one of these forever, and I'm tempted to take care of it, but I don't know where to go. It's a film canister, and there was a roll of film in it. <gasps> I don't know what's on there, but I found it in a drawer I was cleaning out. I'm like, what is this? And it's actually a film canister with a roll of film in it. 
where do I go to develop film these yeah, they days? Don't, they don't have the one-hour photo huts no. in the parking lot of grocery stores anymore. I think, Wal- I mean, aside from I think Walgreens does, because I was at Walgreens getting a print a couple weeks ago, like a poster print, and they had, like, film drop-off still at Walgreens. Oh, wow. But you got to do that. We got to see what, what, when's the last time you used film in a camera? I can't, and it was in my drawer, so it's mine from my camera. It's not something of Matt's. He would have his own stuff. And I, I keep thinking, like, okay, I did have a digital camera, Back in the day, um, well, no, was it called the digital camera? No, no digital, now they're digital yeah. cameras. Mm-hmm. So what was it? Was like a film. It wasn't the kind though. It was like it was like self forwarding. You the, know what I mean? The thirty five millimeter. You put the film in it. Did you have to pull it out the film and kind of attach it to the other side? And no. then you shut the thing. It rolled itself. It, I pushed it into a container mm-hmm. and then it it did that all automatically. So now I'm really curious as to what's on there. But that's just like. I showed it to my daughter and she's like, what's that? I'm like, it's film. And she's like, what? And I had to explain the whole process to her. She thought it was fascinating because, you know, that's 90s era, man. We, we don't we don't know that in the 2023s here. <laughs> that's kind of funny. That's a 90s era skill that you still possess, loading film in a camera. Yeah. I just want to find that camera and I wonder if there's any more film. What are other like pre 90s skills that are kind of obsolete? They don't really... Oh, Patricia, it's 35 millimeter. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. Um, What are other things that are like that where you don't really need this skill anymore, but it's something you might still have? Remembering phone numbers. Because this morning I I couldn't find my cell phone uh, for like maybe 10 minutes. It was in my bag. I just couldn't find it. But I'm thinking this morning, okay, if I can't find my phone, I can still call my wife. I know her phone number. And then my parents' home line. But outside of that, I know your home line still Mercedes, but I don't know your cell phone number. I don't know Steph's. I don't know my I don't know my mom's, my dad's, my friends. I don't know anyone's cell phone number. None of our coworkers, people that I call and text all the time, I do not know one single phone number. 90s, I knew them all, all of them. Yeah, I can't I don't even know my kids' phone numbers. Every time I have to fill out a form that has their number, I have to ask them every time. What's your phone number again? They're like, why are you not able to remember it? I'm like, I don't know. You're on my favorites on my phone. That's about all I got. That's right. It was a skill. <laughs> it was a, that was a 90s skill, though, where you'd have like 10, 15, maybe 20 phone numbers, all your fan, friends' phone numbers memorized up there. One thing they can do that's a 90s skill that you probably don't see very often anymore is both of them can write cursive. And I'm glad they were taught cursive. I don't see any use for it, but it just makes me feel better that they at least know how to read it and write it. When's the last time you wrote in cursive? I oh, only my... write in cursive. Do you really? I only write in cursive. It's so bizarre to me that people only print nowadays, but everything I write is in cursive. Although my cursive looks, it's not so cursive that you cannot see what, you cannot understand what I write. I'm holding something up. Oh, you can't see it on the 7 a.m. social club. What the ha Ha orc fool. <laughs> har or ha har. How are far? How are far? No, how are four, four? You, how are you? Oh my gosh, your cursive is horrendous. It's been 20 some years, maybe longer, 30 years. I can't tell you the last time. I think I stopped writing curse. We, we had to use it in elementary school. And then when I got to junior high school and went to the public school system, because I was Catholic school for the first eight years, when I got to public school, we didn't have to do cursive. So bye bye, cursive. I've been printing ever since. I, uh, I only write cursive. I think I'm the last person out there. What about, um, I was, I saw a TikTok the other day and they were making fun of kids who, uh, who cannot read a map 
or and, and cannot fold a map. And I'm thinking, well, they don't need to. Why would they need to? And where do you even get maps anymore? Yeah, they still. Yeah, what do they have? Because if you had AAA growing up, I remember like my friends. We didn't have it growing up, but friends were like they would go to like the AAA store and say, "Oh, we're driving to Utah this summer," and they'd give them maps and everything else. And so they'd start their trip with like three or four different maps and unfold it and, and, and map things out, and then fold it up very neatly when they were done. Uh, have you ever have you ever paid cash for something, and they could not figure out how much change to give you? I, I that's happened to me before where. Maybe I give like, um, I don't know. So let's say that the total is uh, 10, uh, 991 and I give them 1001 just to get a dime back because I don't want a bunch of pennies. Uh-huh. And they're like, why did you give me 10? Why did you give me 1001? It was 991. 10 is fine. And I'm like, no, I want the time back. <laughs> like they can't do the math in their head. And for in their defense, I probably wouldn't be able to either. But it's just so funny to me. It's yeah, I wonder how it shows up in the cash register if someone does pay for cash. Does it just say 35 cents is the change or does it literally show the person grab one quarter, grab one dime and give it back to the person? I don't yeah, I don't know. This is probably why I don't carry cash anymore so because I got so tired of <laughs> waiting on that. Yeah, a 90s skill, carrying cash and carrying change. <laughs> you carry change around all the time. It's crazy. I know. Hot threes up next. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk this morning about th- what people consider being in debt. What is that number when you think, yeah, I carry a lot of debt? That is on the way. Also, speaking of uh, something from back in the day that we uh, don't see a lot anymore, is shopping malls. Why did people stop going to shopping malls? Just because they could buy it online? How, how many of us actually miss the shopping malls? That is on the way. And we're going to talk about uh, the number one way to sound smarter when you're making small talk. All of that is coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Now, according to a new study, the average adult does not consider themselves to be in debt until they owe... $59,937.31. The study into financial behavior of adults showed that the majority have a worrying, lackadaisical approach to borrowing and owing money. 37% of those people polled admit that if they can't afford to buy something, they usually find a way of getting it anyway. And on average, people rely on their credit cards to see them through the whole month and usually have a balance of at least $4,000 of debt to pay. While a third of those in this poll say they spend much of the month in their overdraft. It is only when the debt reaches a peak of almost $60,000 that people suddenly start to panic. Researchers found that the average person dips into their overdraft less than halfway through the month. Yeah, so $59,000. What was it like for you when you got into college? Were you frugal in college? Or were you signing up for any credit card that was thrown your way? And did you kind of start a, a negative spiral uh, f- from the start? Um, I didn't do every credit card. I just did one. Uh-huh. And I did uh, my my um, open to buy was only like $300. That was my credit limit. So, I mean, I had zero credit. So that went like after two days. And then I just I didn't realize I had to pay it back so 
quickly, which in my mind, a month was quick. And so I didn't have any income. And that ended up getting me into a little bit of trouble after that, because then I started writing checks. And I knew in my mind, I don't have the money to cover this, but it got me through temporarily. And that was a whole big mess. I had to take out a loan through the credit union at my school with my dad. And he refused to co-sign for me. He refused, but he made me go and, uh, yeah, that was just a mess. That was the thing in college. I signed up for every single, even department store ones, Macy's, Dillard, signed up for all of them. And the same thing. My first semester in college, I was just focused on school. I finally, I did my first semester without working. And a little, I had a little money saved up when I moved here to Las Vegas, but pff, that was gone. Do a couple odds and ends jobs to try to make some money. And then I started working after that first semester, which able to get a little handle on it but you start off right out of the chute with those credit cards piled on top of you and it's hard to get out from underneath it yeah don't don't open credit cards that's just my solid advice to anyone um also this morning remember when going to the mall was the best possible way to spend your saturday uh if you if it seems like a long time ago it probably was because half of us say we miss going to the mall according to a new poll uh 61 percent say they wish that they had a revival and would come back see i actually disagree with this because i still go to the mall i love going to the mall i love walking around i but i only like to go by myself i don't like to go with other people i want to go where i want to go and i want to leave when i'm done but gen zers are actually the most likely to say that um they would wish that there was a revival of the mall a comeback if you will so maybe they're uh, having a little fomo of what the older generations did on a saturday our favorite things that we miss about shopping malls are the convenience of having multiple stores in one spot window shopping the food court and just walking around with your friends the top reasons that we still go are to visit a certain store if you want to actually try something on in person to go to the food court because there's a lot of times movie theaters in the malls. Six in 10 Americans admit that they prefer shopping online now, though. So unless that changes, malls are in a tough spot. If they don't come back, what should they be turned into? The top vote getters were parks, community centers, apartments or retirement homes. I think there's one that turned into like a pickleball center to play pickleball inside the mall. Yeah. Where was this? I don't know. What was your? What was your? What was? What's your mall now? And then what was your go-to? Because for me, like when I first moved out here, Boulevard Mall was like the mall. I was the same way as you. If I was doing shopping for myself, like clothes or something, I did not like shopping with buddies. I wanted to go by myself, go at my own pace, and that was like Friday after class. But then it was on the weekend, just like socializing. I love to go with a couple buddies, hit the food court, look at some music. But if it's just solo shopping, buying clothes myself, I had to be by myself. Yeah, I, I go to, it depends on what I need, but like I love going to fashion show. I love going to downtown Summerlin. Those are the two that I go to the most. Before, uh, when I was younger, it was, it was Southwest Plaza in, in Littleton, Colorado. And that's where I worked too. So I not only went to the mall, but I worked at the mall. So that was always fun. Oh, I didn't know. I thought it was like a freestanding store. So you're part of the, the, the mall rats vibe that's cool yeah i would the the department store i worked in it was one of the anchors and so i would, would go on my break and i walk out and go you know there was a there was a baked potato place in the food court that i would always go to for lunch and get a baked potato what was that one potato what, two what, what was it called it was called one potato two i remember that in the 90s i always uh-huh. went to one potato two for lunch um and then when i was in college it was the crossroads mall in boulder colorado and i worked at mervyn's which was one of the anchors there so 
Like department stores, that was my jam, man. But what happened to those baked potatoes? That's all they served was baked potatoes, right? Yeah. All the fixings, everything on top of it. I always got just a, a, a baked potato with butter and sour cream, and <laughs> that was it. Nothing else. Uh, they had, like, you could put barbecue on it. You could put, like, broccoli and all sorts of stuff. But I always just got a plain baked potato with sour cream and butter. Oh, that's great. Yeah, baked potato bars. The popularity of the 80s and 90s. I love this, that. This Spuds for You is another popular one. Oh, my gosh. I never heard of that one. All right. Finally, this morning, want to sound smarter? It's easy. Just play dumb. According to a series of studies out of Harvard and uh, UPenn, they say the best way to make people think you're smarter during small talk is by asking them for advice. And it's all because we're egomaniacs. The researchers found that when someone asks us for advice, we instantly assume that they're smart because they have that wisdom to recognize that we really know what we're talking about. So instead of rattling off your knowledge or your accomplishments, they say the best way to make someone think that you're a genius is to listen to their advice and ask sharp, relevant questions. That is so good. So what time did you try Tuesday? Uh, 820? Thank you. (laughs) I think you're a genius now (laughs) for asking me. It is Tuesday. So yes, coming up next hour, we do have Try It Tuesday. And how would you describe this one? Um... I feel like we, I don't want to say we go here often because there's always new inventions, new ways, but this is something we've done before, kind of, but in a completely different way. And I'm actually turned off by the color of it. Oh. I'm turned off by it. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. It's not blue, but it's... Bluish. <laughs> we'll, we'll have Try It Tuesday coming up next hour. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I think uh, it was kind of a foot-in-mouth moment if you uh, really sit there and analyze it because um, someone said something to me, and I think they immediately regretted it. But I, it made me think, am I... 
am I in the wrong? So, uh, you know the girl I was talking about who used the word Hella, and I asked if she was from NorCal. Yeah, talked about her. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, she was with someone else that I I met. I met these two people yesterday, and the guy she was with, he made a comment right about something that I do, and he made it sound like it was a bad thing. So he was talking about someone else that we knew mutually, and he goes. Um, She's the type of person that watches shows with the subtitles on. And he meant it as an insult. And I, was, I, I looked at him, I go, I do that. And he just, his face went white. He was like, well, I mean, it's, I guess uh, to each their own. And I was like, what? <laughs> is that is that a really bad thing to watch shows with the subtitles? I'm not talking about my K dramas. I'm talking about regular English shows. I always watch shows with the um, subtitles on, just because sometimes I miss things. Um, like if I watch a show like Outline Lander, they're speaking English, but they have such thick accents. I can't. I can't get everything that they say. So that's just something that I really love to do is turn on the closed captioning, watch with the uh, subtitles and I'm, I'm good to go. Is that, I, he definitely had a foot in mouth cause he was trying to find his way out of it. And I was like, don't worry about it. It's totally fine. But part of me was like, Oh dang, was this a, a dumb thing to do? I don't think it is. And, and have you had that foot in mouth moment is, is one question, but also too, like breaking down the whole closed caption things. Cause you've been doing this for a while and even talking about the, the great um, benefits of having the closed caption on because some of these shows you can't hear what they're saying you try to figure it out there's distractions going on i started watching this arnold schwarzenegger show on netflix it's called uh foobar and I, I watched the first episode on or had the first episode on sunday night and i'm watching it and with arnold's thick accent it's action he's saying stuff and i'm like I, what are they saying and i just so last night i'm watching it i put the closed captions on last night Whole new viewing experience. I'm still listening to a lot of stuff they say, but Arnold dropped a line. I'm able to see what he said. I'm like, oh, it's a cheesy Arnold line. But it changes your viewing experience, I think. I got your back on this. I think it changes for the better. I think it really adds to it. And now I pick up on so much more than the average viewer does. Is there something that someone said to you that they totally had a foot and mouth with you around where maybe it's something you do that they made fun of? Maybe they said something negative about someone that was related to you. What was like the worst foot and mouth that was said to you, or maybe it was you that did it. He was telling me that uh, the guy's trying to get out of it. And it, it was funny. I told him I was going to talk about this on the air because it was so funny. And he he's, I was like, what's wrong with it? Watching with the subtitles on. And he's like, oh, I just feel like only annoying people do it, but you're definitely an exception to it. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, right. I'm definitely the exception <laughs> That's it. the line, right? Oh, no, you're the one. He's like, Everyone there's else. always an exception to every role. And in my mind, you are. And I was like, uh-huh. No, I, I, can, I have my annoying moments for sure. But what did you ever have a foot and mouth where you said something and immediately regretted it? And he was just I actually felt bad for him. And I tried to make jokes about it because I didn't want him to feel too bad. But it was kind of funny. I was with uh, there was a group of girls um, and they were talking about negatively about a guy and his self-esteem. And a couple a couple other things about this guy just kind of poking fun of him. One of the girls in the group made a comment about it. I bet he drives. She said a Mustang. He probably drives a big old Mustang or something. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, well. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so guys with muscle cars, she's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's mine out there in the parking lot. I know. I, I, I remember I was at, gosh, I think it was, it was either like a CVS or maybe it was an Albertsons. And, uh, <laughs> 
this kid was with his mom and I he was he was old enough to know better I'd say he was eight or nine years old and the the lady in front of them was wearing some red and white outfit and he says to his mom man that looks like a female Santa Claus and I just the lady heard she kind of turned around and looked and his mom goes, shut up. <laughs> she, he was like, whoa, she does. Um, he goes, just because the outfit is red and white. Like he was trying to back out of it uh-huh. as, as to not <laughs> refer to any maybe physical features she had that resembled uh, Santa. And oh, my gosh, just when your kid says something and the foot goes in your mouth, but the kid says it. It's just the worst. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's, kids, they speak the truth. There's no oh. filter. There's no but filter on those kids. he was old enough to know better. Was, <laughs> he was like three years old. <laughs> we have so much coming up this hour. We talked about Try Tuesday coming up next. And then this is cool. Heads up, right on 825, it's the Hat Trick Prize Pack. You get two Amazon Echo Show 5s, and you also get that hockey championship shirt. And those shirts are so cool looking, aren't they? Yeah, I love them. And you are going to love them, too. And we are going to be handing those out this week. Starting tomorrow, we're hitting the road to your zip code. We are not going to tell you where we're we're at until we're there. So if you want us to pick your zip code, send us a text with that zip code. Tell us where we should go. We hit the road to your zip code starting tomorrow with these new shirts. But we've got your little preview coming up in just a few minutes. We've got Heads Up coming up here in about 10 minutes. We'll get that hat trick prize pack. and be one of the first to get the hockey championship shirts. And it is Tuesday. That means it's time for Try It Tuesday, where we try something before you buy it. I'm trying to get on our uh, live stream right now. I lost the link to it, so uh, Steph is sending it. But we are live streaming right now. All you got to do is jump on our Facebook page, or you can... Always go to our YouTube channel. It's Mercedes in the morning. That way you can see what it is exactly that we are trying today. Oh, I just found it. Okay, let me see. I'm going to jump There's Steph here. is in here. And uh, Steph is in there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you mean on the live stream? On the live stream, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant in your studio. I was like, oh, you guys going to try our Try It Tuesday we thing together? We should all come together, yeah. There we go. Okay, now I am in. Welcome to Try It Tuesday today, guys. Here we go. So we are trying a, a food product today. It's brand new. We actually talked about it in What's Trending um, about a week and a half ago. So there's a lovable purple guy that is celebrating a birthday. And we are talking about Grimace from McDonald's. And he's celebrating his 51st birthday this year. And in honor of Grimace's birthday, we have the Grimace birthday shake from McDonald's. You can get it solo. You can get it as part of Grimace's birthday meal, which includes a medium fry and a 10-piece chicken McNugget or a Big Mac. That's the birthday dinner. But right now, we are just going to try the Grimace shake. I'm trying to, uh, if you're on the live stream, I'm trying to turn off my light so you can see. It's purple. It's got a purple tint to it. And um, this is, uh, they say that this is berry-flavored. Did you have you guys heard anything more aside from what we talked about as far as Grimace goes? No. And and what is Grimace? Someone told me a little fun fact that Grimace is a taste bud that if you were to zoom into an actual taste bud, it's purple like Grimace. 
Yeah, um, I had that same conversation with one of our coworkers. Um, uh, we talked about that on the air that he is a swollen taste bud. Swollen taste yeah, bud. Okay, a, a swollen taste bud. Um, I don't know. I always thought he was just kind of some random purple dude. I had yeah. no idea what he was when I heard taste bud. I was like. Oh, okay. Not what I was expecting, but uh, how would you describe this shake, Steph? You were the one who got the the shakes. How would you describe it? Yeah, so I actually got a fourth one for my husband because he wanted to try it. And he told me it tastes like something that we've tried on Try It Tuesday before. Really? Now, I don't know if I want to reveal it to you yet, or do we try it and then I reveal it to you, What he, he the flavor that he said. Well, that he said. Okay. That it's out. It, it, he did not say berry. I will tell you that. Uh, no, not a mixed berry. It's okay. not a mixed without from what James says. And he tried it fresh right after the drive-thru. And I got these last night because the milkshakes don't um, start, I think, till like 8.30 or 9. So I did have to freeze it overnight. Okay, but it is still purple, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, supposed to be berry flavored. Um, are you cool with it? Because it's Blue Foods that does it for you. Is this? I know it's purple. Are you cool with the, the color? I'm and stuff? okay with purple. I just don't like overly artificially um, colored things. Mm-hmm. This one is light purple. Although maybe it was darker when you first got it, Steph. Was it? Because in the pictures, it's really purple. It was darker. Yes, I think with the whipped cream on top, with it frozen, it might have made it a little bit lighter. Okay. Uh, Do you guys want to try it? Mine's really frozen. I've been <laughs> Steph brought these in the studio like around eight oh five, and I've been squeezing mine, mashing it like trying to rub it to to get it like to melt a little bit are you having any luck Uh, a little bit down bottom why don't you try it first and i'm gonna try thawing mine i'm squeezing step on in spoons too we want to try spoon feed it so i might have to do the spoon some scoop down almost like ice cream to get the whipped cream in there too it looks good in in my mind i'm saying it's ube flavored because then i have no problem eating purple that ube (laughs) you brought in was so good i love ube everything okay go for it Yeah. What does this taste like we tried before? Did we do something? It's berry? No, I feel like I'm just eating ice cream because it's frozen. It doesn't really taste like anything? No, it's just got, it's got, there's a berry, little berry flavor to it. And the um the whipped cream on top is nice. Um, Try to get really in there. All right. Again, it's like eating ice cream because it's so frozen. I took off the whipped cream. Here's my whipped cream. It's just in my hand. You got the chunk Let out? Let me see. <laughs> there's the big chunk <laughs> of whipped cream. So now I have all You got all berry? Shake. Here. I see. It just it has a nice berry. It, it tastes great. Nice little berry flavor to it. Steph, why don't you give it a shot? Okay. Uh, go. Ju- I'll just do the shake. I'm kind of gonna avoid the whipped cream. Yeah, that's what I did. All right. Hmm. Oh, I taste the berry. Do you? Like, what kind of berry? Are we talking like blueberry, blackberry, strawberry? I'm tasting mix all of them. Really? Like you mashed them all up together. I taste so I taste a blueberry for sure. What's the one with that has a lot of bubbles on it? Raspberry? Oh, a, a raspberry or blackberry? Blackberry. blackberry. I taste blackberry and I taste blueberry. Okay. It tastes like Fruit Loops a little bit. Mercedes? Fruit Loops, huh? Fruit Loops. Um, let me see here. Okay. Got scoop of all purpleness here. Here we go. Hmm. Oh my goodness! It tastes like um. There's something I've tasted this before. Oh my gosh! It's gonna drive me crazy. Does it taste like something we did on Try Tuesday? I don't know about that, but like a cereal I've had before. Mm. It tastes like 
Some sort of cereal. I can't put my finger on it. Oh, it's driving me crazy. Now that JC said Fruit Loops, I'm also tasting Fruit Loops. You getting the Fruit Loops? Yes. Yeah, to me it's Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. It's all the different berries just like piled in there mixed together. Oh my gosh. I, for, it's not Fruit Loops for me, but it's something I've had before. Is it booberry cereal? Jan's asking. Um, I've never had booberry cereal, so maybe it does taste like it, but I... That's not what I'm comparing it to. I don't know. Blueberry to me is more more berryish than this. Is it? Uh, yeah, I love blueberry cereal. Yeah, it's oh. not as not as uh, like Steph said because the whipped cream melting there, but it's not as dark as blueberry cereal is darker too. Yeah, I really like it though. I have to say, I'm not like a huge milkshake fan, but I do like fruity pebbles. Thank you, Sheila. It it tastes like fruity pebbles to me. Exactly like Fruity Pebbles. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like, and especially with the creaminess of it, like, that gives it that milk part of it. Um, it tastes like a Fruity Pebbles milkshake in my mind, but it's purple. Um, I really like it, though, because milkshakes are not my thing typically, but it's, like, refreshing. I really like it. What do you guys think? Yeah, I give it a thumbs up as well. Sweet, delicious. Um same thing, I don't do milkshakes. Do I see myself going to grab one of these things again? No. But uh, if you like the milkshakes, it's delicious. The, the berry flavor is good. I'm a fan of it. I, uh, go ahead. I just said I wish I tr- would have tried it fresh. Like right out of the yeah. drive-thru, yeah. out of the straw. There's a different type of experience that I wish I tried um, fresh. Now, the flavor that James said that he thought it, it tasted like is something that you said earlier, Mercedes. What? And it's ube. He, is that what it is? Yes. Did? He said it tastes exactly like ube. And I'm like, oh my God, she said it. I wonder if she's going to experience the same flavor, though. Did you guys taste ube? I, I could actually, I can see why he says it tastes like ube. I taste that too. But I mostly taste fruity pebbles um, on mine. And this is something, like I said, I don't really have, I don't get milkshakes, but I would actually go back and get one. That's how much I enjoy this one. I think it's really good. It's a cool celebration, too. Grimace turning 50. A guy looks great for 51. He looks like he's 10 years old. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I like it. Take it away from me. (laughs) It's good. I like it. Thumbs up for me, too. Yeah, thumbs up, I think, all around, right? For sure. Yeah, we usually throw away like what we don't eat, but do not, do not. <laughs> don't take my it. I will go in your studio and grab it for me then. <laughs> so good. We've got uh, heads up coming up here in just a few minutes, and when you win heads up, we got that hat trick prize pack. Those Amazon Echo Show fives and the hockey championship shirt is yours. It's mixed ninety four point. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix ninety four point one. Hey, Will. Good morning. How are you? Good, how are you? Really well. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up. Yay. (laughs) All right, let's get you this uh, hat trick prize pack. Two Amazon Echo Show 5s and one of our brand new hockey championship t-shirts. Pick a category. Do you want to go with sushi roll, summer days, marching band, or sleeping bag? Summer days, please. Summer days it is. The first day of summer is tomorrow. These are all things that are associated with summer. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, you, Mercedes. All right. All right, Will. You got 60 seconds on the clock just to get six correct, and you win, and you start now. This is all the sand before you hit the ocean. That's called the what? Beach. Yes. This is when I lay out, I might get a nice one of these on my skin. Yeah, this is um, when we are just experiencing really high temperatures day after day. It's called a what? 
Keyways. Yes. This is, um, I'm leaving town and going on a what? Vacation. Yes, vacation. yes. I don't want to get a, a burn, so I'm going to put a ton of this on my on my skin. Sunscreen. Yes. Um, these, I'm going to pass that one. Uh, I'm not going to wear sh- uh, pants because it's too, it's too hot, so I'm going to wear these. <laughs> Short. Yes. yes. <laughs> wow, I almost said it. You stopped yourself. <laughs> you stopped yourself. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Will, this is huge, buddy. You're all set. So it's this hat trick prize pack. You get two Amazon Echo Show Fives. Those are yours, courtesy of Virgin Records. And then you're one of the first people, I think you're the second person in the city to get a hockey championship shirt. So you're all set with yours. And we'll have these again tomorrow morning. When you win, heads up right around 825. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes. I'm excited because we are hitting the road tomorrow for the show, and we don't know where to go. What zip code when we hit the road? We are handing out our brand new hockey championship T-shirts, and we've been getting tons of texts on suggestions for the the zip codes that we should go to. And, I mean, I think we're going to just have to – go with a random draw because there's just so many and you can always text us and we'll throw your zip code in there to text us at 702-364-9400 i'm looking at some of these i'm getting an 89148 an 89135 89110891358 there's just so many here and if you haven't seen these hockey championship shirts go to our instagram we have all over our social media handles but if you go to our instagram page mercedes in the morning uh, mercedes in am is the actual handle you'll see the shirts there i cannot wait to uh, get my hands on one of these hopefully i can because they i mean look at these shirts they're going to stand the test of time they're so cool the colors are cool the names are fantastic the design of it i these are awesome yeah, uh, I don't know about standing the test of time with some of the names because there may be some trades <laughs> off season, but I'm with you 100%. It, they are so cool. And we still we we actually still wear our shirts from the first season that, that we made. And you're going to love these. It's got the skyline of Las Vegas with every member of the, of the team's uh, last name on there. And we're going to go on the road to your zip code starting tomorrow. We'll give you uh, some clues as to where we are. And when you find us, boom. We're just going to do a mass giveaway while supplies last. So make sure you get us your zip code so we know where we should head out. Well, here comes an 89117 and an 89011. There's so many. Oh, I used to live in 89147. Nice. <laughs> we got a Utah one yesterday, too. One yeah. came like, where is this? I it was like Salt Lake City or something. Yeah, yeah. We'll try, but uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. Hot Three's up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about this morning uh, getting tickets to a concert. It really is becoming a difficult thing. Well, some experts are saying there are ways to make it happen. Also this morning, how do you break up with your phone? Uh, researchers say there's a 60 second practice that you can do to help you not be so dependent on it. And do you have any allergies? One man developed an incurable allergy to this after he got bit by a tick. What is it? We'll tell you coming up next in the hot three. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. I think we've all been in a situation where we went to buy tickets to a concert or 
a comedy show and and not gotten seats. So in this new survey, the average person says it happens to them about a third of the time now. 44% of people think that bots buying tickets is one of the main reasons. And 50% also said prices are just too crazy these days. And that is their biggest hurdle. One of the top strategies for self-proclaimed ticket buying experts is um, to make sure you are logged in and ready to go on average 12 minutes before tickets go on sale. Another one is to try and buy on multiple devices at the same time. If you're using Ticketmaster, that does not work unless you have like separate accounts for other devices. A third of people said that they've done that. But according to these ticket buying experts, multiple people might be the real key. They say that you make it a team effort with as many people as possible trying to buy. Um, also, don't all be on the same Wi-Fi. If it slows down or gets overloaded, nobody is going to get seats. Tablets might be better than computers. They claim that they're better because they connect to the Internet a little faster and know the venue and the seats you want. They say be familiar with the website. Have a specific sh- section in mind if it's a big event. You might only have seconds, so just don't go in cold and then trying to look like, well, this might be a good area. The poll also found 53% of us had missed out on tickets because we got caught in an online queue. So you start buying tickets but never make it to the last page, basically, or or they're gone when you try to pay. So many different hoops they're telling us to jump through it's just because of these bots that are buying up all these tickets. And you, I feel like you were very prepared for the Matt Reif, right, the comedian? Oh, uh, yeah. When his tickets went on sale, you were one of the first people. I mean, I know he's a huge following, but as far as this show, one of the first people talking about him, super excited. You were dialed in, ready to go. And then you step up, you're up on the plate. And what happens? I, I got stuck in the queue. Well, I didn't even make it to the queue for the first three pre-sales. And then on the last day, I made it through to the queue, sat there, sat there, finally got let in. And there was literally one ticket left. One. It offered me one. And I'm like, wait. I need two. And I try to change it. We're sorry. We don't have any available. So I went back to one and I seriously considered just buying one ticket and going by myself. But, and then, but then it was gone. By, you, by you the time I decided that, yeah, I took too long. I took too long. It's like you're if this was a real thing, you're waiting outside to get in the building, waiting, waiting. You finally, okay, next you get in the building and you walk up to the counter like, we've got one ticket. Do you want it? You're like, um, sorry, you hesitated. Who wants it? Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> um, also this morning, do you have an issue with your phone? Are you so dependent on it? The average American checks their phone 144 times a day, according to research. And if you find yourself reaching for your phone more often than you'd like, mindfulness can help. Uh, There's an author named Catherine Price, and she wrote How to Break Up with Your Phone. And she suggests writing down what do you want to pay attention to and take a photo of it. Then make that your lock screen image. To help you remember every time you pick up your phone. (laughs) That's actually very smart. I would feel so guilty. I go to pick up my phone. What do you want to pay attention to? Oh, oh, put it back down. (laughs) It's like your phone is guilting you. Yeah. They say put affirmations and stuff on your phone because when you pick it up, you see a nice positive affirmation or something like that. I just have a generic screen background saved on mine, but we changed throughout the day. So I want to focus on you and the show. So I need to get a nice picture of you standing in front of a microphone. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to be like, ah, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to look at my phone instead. (laughs) Finally, this morning, a man in New Jersey has developed an allergy to red meat after being bit by a tick 
This tick spreads alpha-gal syndrome, which can cause severe reactions to a sugar molecule and has become more prevalent in the U.S. Symptoms include hives, difficulty breathing, facial swelling, and anaphylaxis. No cure for this life-threatening condition, and the man has had to change his diet drastically. I mean, go think about it. You go from just like a meat and potatoes-eating person to being told you can never eat meat ever again, otherwise you could die. Um, this The Lone Star Tick is now the most common species on Long Island due to rising temperatures. So, yeah, be careful. This summer, they're all over the place. Did you have ticks growing up? Because we... I had ticks on me all the time as a kid. No, I mean, there were a lot of ticks in Colorado. And my mom, like if we would go camping, she'd always check me when we, you know, every night to see if I had any. But I never saw one and I never had one. But I've heard all about them. Yeah, I've had uh, as a kid. I remember the same thing. You get home from playing outside in the fields and stuff. Cause that's what she did. You just ran through fields as a kid. And come on, my mom would go through my hair and she'd find one. She'd pull it out. They would burn them. I don't know why. I don't know if you can't squish a tick, but my mom would always she would take a match and she would set the tick on fire. I'm not sure how you're supposed to kill a tick, but that was like the, the go-to thing was like you burn the tick after you find it. You burn it? Yeah. Like you can't just flush it down the toilet or squish it. My mom would always burn ticks. Oh, my gosh. Poor ticks. I know. <laughs> burning. Don't get caught by one of those Fernandez kids. <laughs> It got me thinking about Steph and Steph's allergy. We were just talking in the Hot 3 about a man who got bit by a tick, and now he has this incurable meat allergy, and he's completely had to change his diet because for the rest of his life, he will not be able to eat meat without having a severe allergic reaction. And Steph almost had something similar happen to her when she came out to interview for this job. And we tried to poison her with sunflower seeds. You guys did try to poison me, isn't it? You tried to scare me off. Is that what it was? I remember that day like it was yesterday. I flew out. I came from San Diego here to Vegas. And after the show, for you guys, we went out to lunch. And we had a salad. I forget what kind of salad. But I think I got the same thing as you, Mercedes. Oh, you know, I'll stick to something light. I don't want to be too heavy during the interview. And in that salad was something I was allergic to. And I didn't even read the ingredients like a dummy sunflower seeds so what would happen right now if it like it could we give you one and would you be okay or if it's like a multiple amount a multiple number then that's when you get say is it just one that could do it for you so no it used to be or or now like let's say you just give me one sunflower seeds i pop it i'm good Eh, i'm okay i'll have a little bit of an itch but when i first found out my allergic reaction to sunflower seeds is when i was a kid Went hiking with my family. My dad had like a trail mix of some sort. I just had one of those little kernel things and I broke out in hives. My face was swollen. I couldn't barely breathe. Oh my God. I had a severe reaction when I initially was allergic. But over time, I feel like my immune system kind of built up that tolerance to it. Oh, but we don't want to take any chances. <laughs> yeah. Try Tuesday. Yeah. How many sunflower seeds can you have? <laughs> have you ever had like a severe reaction like that to something? Like a food or maybe it was like you contacted or touched something? I'm allergic to two medications. There's two medications. And I just recently found out about one of them. Um, the first one I'm allergic to is erythromycin. 
And uh, that's, I believe, like an antibiotic, I think. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. Sounds familiar. And uh, if I take erythromycin, I get a rash all over my body and I get oh, just a severe headache. Now, again, this happened when I was younger, like you, Steph. So I don't know if I took it now, if I would still have it, because I know you can grow out of um, out allergic reactions sometimes. But I always tell them, do you have any allergies? Yes. Erythromycin. And that that's that. And then another antibiotic. Well, actually, kind of a line of them, which I found out recently when I was in the emergency room, um, I'm allergic to anything with sulfa in it. S-U-L-F-A, not sulfur, sulfa. Mm -hmm. Any antibiotic with sulfa in it. Um, the, the ER doctor actually told me that I could die if I take something with sulfa in it. He goes, your, your allergic reaction was severe enough, but luckily we caught it earlier. But if you didn't come in then that could have been really bad. So I was like, okay, going to stay away from sulfa and erythromycin from Is now Is sulfa on. something you might find in anything, something else besides an antibiotic or medication? Are you safe in that area? But you're not going to find like sulfa in some kind of food or ingredient in some recipe or sulfa's something you might not encounter on a daily basis or now are you such a heightened awareness of this sulfa stuff? Um, I, I just uh, kind of look. I look up things and I only look up medications. Yeah. Um, they say that it could be in eye drops as well. But for me, it was like a... It was um, uh, an antibiotic that I had to take. Holy so, smokes. Yeah, kind of crazy. It was weird. Um, but that's that's it for me. No foods, nothing like that. Do you have something like that? Well, I had a really bad reaction right out of college. Our, our alumni bought an, a small apartment complex, Maryland Parkway in Harmon. And the fraternity, we got to move into this apartment complex. And as soon as a resident moved out, someone could move in. And I was waiting for this lady to move out. And she was the cat lady. Like, we'd be in the complex. We'd see her. She had four cats in the small, well-midroom apartment. She finally moved out. So I take over the apartment. And when you moved in, it was your job to tear up all the carpet, paint everything. And so I was in there, that, that place, for eight hours. No mask on. Just pulling up the carpet, cleaning, painting. That night, I'm at the rental car place. And a buddy of mine is like, what's on your neck? And look, there's, like, these bumps. Mercedes, I developed an entire body rash Ooh. from that woman's apartment because it was so dirty. The cat, the cat dander, cat dander, and everything else. The cat hairs, just it was so so dirty. I ended up going to one of those quick hairs afterwards, and the guys, if you have contact dermatitis, you touch something, and he gave me something that made the rash go away. But full body rash that night. That's actually scary. Like you wonder what it was in there <laughs> to make that happen. Oh my gosh, that's really gross. Yeah, then I continued to live in that apartment with no problem. Like yeah, it's just so, my mindset was so different. Back then, now I'd be like, I'm burning this place down. <laughs> Steph, I need you to go to the office and please grab the mallet. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is my game. This is not your game. You cannot steal my game. I'm stealing your game. This I'm stealing. This game. was too much fun yesterday. <laughs> and Steph and I were on the receiving end. I think we flipped the game. And have you be on the receiving game. He's talking about um, whack-a-mole word shuffle, where <laughs> I would give them a word, and they have to immediately, within five seconds, actually, sing a song with that word in it. If they couldn't, they got whacked in the head with our special uh, bat. And now Steph just walked in, with, and she's ready to take blood, She's man. ready to go. Oh, my God. She's coming at me on this one. She's ready to go. So it, I'll, I'll it's give... based on the game Encore, if you guys have ever played that one before. But, yeah, we call it whack-a-mole word, word shuffle. So I'll give you the word, then, Mercedes, and you have to sing the song. And if you get it wrong, I'm going to turn this on. Your staff will have to whack you, okay? It's not get it wrong. It's not get it. Not yeah, get it in five okay. seconds, okay? Yeah. Okay. First word is car. Here in my car. Oh. <laughs> Second word is bird. 
I'm like a bird. Oh, I want to fly away. Oh, my God. Okay, next word is tree. Uh, <laughs> one, two, tree, get loose now. <laughs> She whacked me. She whacked me. She whacked you. She whacked you. Oh, what's a song with tree in it? I just grabbed the one out of thin air. <laughs> oh, you gotta go with that. I know. I'm trying to. Get, I'm trying to pull up more, more here. Oh, Steph, give her one. You can give her one, Steph. Uh, uh, um. What about princess? Um, princess. Is there a song that you're thinking of? No, you guys have to have a song. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to go like, uh, you know, wackadoodle. Like, I, there's no songs with these words when in it. Which is spin doctors. Let me, here, let me give you um, princess. Oh, yeah, you're right. Here, here's some just random words for I you to pick I have one. From. I have one I thought of just now. Okay. okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. Hair. I whip my hair back and forth. Oh. I whip my hair back oh. and forth. Oh, <laughs> Club. You find me in the club, bottle full of Mama, I got what you need. We're not whacking in that studio, Steph. There was one whacking. Well, like... You're whacking in yours. <laughs> That's why. Why do you think I moved studios? <laughs> it wasn't COVID. <laughs> the timing was perfect with COVID. I'm on the floor. <laughs> not from that. From your joke. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a Jennifer Lopez song? On the floor. Yes. <laughs> Steph, give her one. Oh, she can't hear me. Oh, oh sorry. Word? Steph, give her a word. Yeah. I have a word. Okay, ready? Yeah. Moon. <laughs> Moon River. Oh, my blah, gosh. Blah, 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 blah. Heart. Um, heart. Uh, my heart will go on. Oh. Oh, another one, another one. Okay, what about... Miss- Monday. Just another manic Monday. Oh, whoa, you're too good. Whoa. Friday. Friday, I'm in love. Oh, you're so good. <laughs> mysterious. She moves in mysterious ways. <sighs> One. One love. <laughs> <laughs> bloody. Sunday, oh bloody my God, Sunday. You're so good. Oh, you, like, pick every YouTube song, Casey. <laughs> I'll be here all night. Uh, you got only one whack on her. Wow, you're good. Yeah, but the whack was on a word that... Oh, was it tree? I got to find a song with the word tree in it. Now that's going to... Just in case we tree, do Tree. Neon. Neon trees. Tree. Feed me. Belly. When you feed the tree. There's a belly song. Belly from the 90s. Feed the tree. Yes, it was a hit. Really? Belly, feed the tree. Might even have it. Oh, tie a yellow ribbon round no. the old oak tree? No. Well, that works, yeah, but I was thinking of Belly. I've never heard of oh, that song. Oh, get ready. There you go for uh, Mondays, Beat Mercedes. Oh, yeah, it's this one right here, though. Uh, oh, hold on. I gotta I, I, talk amongst yourself. I gotta change this. You'll recognize the song um, when I change the restrictions on it. Or Taylor Swift, picture me in the trees. No. Yeah, that works too. <laughs> but I, I, gotta I hit my peak at seven feet. Here's Belly. I never got that. But I found a princess, finally. What do you got? I'll be the prince and you'll be the princess. It's ah. a love story. <laughs> we got to take your whack back. I know. <laughs> no more wax. No more wax. <laughs> 
694.1 Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Be back tomorrow because we could be hitting the road to your zip code. We are still celebrating that big championship win from this past week. And we have T-shirts to send out to you guys. We're going to come personally deliver them to your zip code. So randomly picking some, get those zip codes in here. Text us where you want us to go at 702-364-9400. And tomorrow we're sending Steph out with a bunch of these new championship T-shirts to your zip code. Which one will it be? We'll have some hints. And then if you find her, just, I, I, I mean, literally go up to you and ask for one of the new shirts and she'll have some for you for a limited time. So make sure you are listening. What time are we going to start dropping hints? Probably around 7? Seven? 7, yeah. because we're Yeah, 7, 7 o'clock hour we'll start dropping those hints. And you can't you can't buy these shirts anywhere. You can't call us up and say, hey, can I buy one? You can't. The only way to get them is from, from Steph tomorrow. And if you win one on the, on the, on the morning show this week. But. Yeah, and we're going to do it all week long or for the rest of the week, rather. Wednesday, yeah. Thursday and Friday, so make sure you are listening for your uh, little hints tomorrow For as we head to your zip code. On the road, let's do it, and right now it's time for the line of the day. Well, this morning, it was another round of whack-a-mole word shuffle. So Mercedes was given a word, and she had five seconds to sing a song with that word into it. Let's go back to that. Alright, you ready? Yeah. Hair. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. Club. We find me in the club. Bottle full of Mama, I got what you need. We're not whacking in that studio, Steph. There was one whacking. You're whacking in yours. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. Why do you think I move studios? Am I wrong? That was the moment I fell on the floor. Oh, it was a fun one today. Uh, That'll do it for show number 1864 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.